Greetings. This is Atma Bodha. This is podcast number 35. The title of the podcast is Without Seeing the Best, You Cannot Experience the Best. You Cannot Be the Best. And today is December 31st. Today's New Year's Eve. So get ready to celebrate 2022. Awesome. For some reason, I woke up early at like 4.30 in the morning and was inspired to write something. And here it is. A rudderless ship wanders aimlessly. If you have no purpose, your life becomes purposeless. These common sense concepts apply directly to your spiritual path, whether or not you recognize that. The direction you choose has absolutely nothing to do with the concept of ego. To have a motive is itself not an egotistical characteristic. If the direction you aspire to travel in is unwise, then you can say that idea arose from a limited concept of self. This false illusory ego is simply your mind trapped by limiting beliefs. When you remove those limiting beliefs, you naturally choose the right direction, the direction towards higher truth. In this fashion, you retain your individuality. What is the best? The beauty about this concept is that you have your entire life to figure out what that means to you. On a personal level, it is about your personal best and not about how you compare with others. And we all have different subjective perceptions and different ideas about what constitutes the definition of best. One thing is certain, you can never arrive at your full potential without trying to do your best. You cannot do your best without having some idea of what the best you looks like. For the closet nihilists out there who claim that the best is another illusion, and is the next Buddha that you need to kill, you will reap the seeds that you sow. To claim that life has no purpose and that there is no, quote, best, unquote, then what you are doing is saying that your path is not the best. This is a warped perspective if you think that the, quote, middle way, unquote, means lukewarm. The middle way was always about external influence and not allowing external things to make you happy or sad. The middle way was never about not having an internal direction of aspiring to be the best that you can be. Many teachings have been corrupted and those that advocate meaninglessness are themselves lost. You don't need to have the highest aspirations if you don't feel comfortable with that. But to not aspire to be a better person than who you were yesterday is actually stagnation and not spirituality. Love all, trust truth, be more. And that is the total of what I wrote this morning. So now we'll just do a quick little commentary on that. But first, to take a moment to breathe. <sighs> B.
people forget to breathe, you know, ha talking on Reddit, some people are complaining. It's like, well, you're not really describing what the truth is. You're not really telling us how to become enlightened. You're just talking. And, uh, okay, well, let's try this, okay? Let's take a deep breath. Breathe in purity. <sighs> breathe out purity. Now the pause between the breaths, we want to try again, this time taking a pause after the inhale and then also taking a pause after you exhale. Here we go. And breathing in purity, breathing out period, breathing out purity. Do you feel that? Do you feel something? People forget to breathe. Breathe. Breath is so important. It's like the most important thing when it comes to spirituality. I mean, it's ranked up there in terms of physical things that you can do that don't require thought, that don't require energy. Just breath. Because the beautiful thing about nature and about this ultimate truth is it pervades everywhere. Okay. It's bigger than me. I'm just one person and believe me, I'm outnumbered. Truth is everywhere. But if you want to breathe in that truth without seeing the best, you cannot be the best. You can't experience the best when you believe that when you're breathing in, you're breathing in that purity, that ultimate. And when you breathe out, you're breathing also out that purity, that ultimate. And when it becomes a habit, then you're breathing in purity, breathing out purity all day long. Your every waking moment becomes a meditation. It becomes a celebration of life. And that is what is so strangely and sadly missing from a lot of these Buddhist practices and these full-time meditators and even among lamas and monks, they, in their quest to be empty and to just empty their mind, they're not attuning their mind to the best. They're just tuning it to everything. So they are limiting their potential because they're accepting everything and they're not being discerning about what they are enjoying. So it's like if you what, what you want to do, do is enjoy the beauty of every moment, to have every moment be sacred. That is the ideal. If you think about it, why did they build these massive cathedrals in the West, in, in, in Europe? Why? Because of the feeling it gave you when you walked into this large cathedral with these high ceilings and the beautiful stained glass windows and the tall columns made of marble. It, it just gave this atmosphere of strength and awe and beauty and so that you can marvel at the immensity and the grace and the wonder of it all. And that kind of experience of walking into a cathedral, wouldn't it be great if you can experience 
that all the time so that you don't need to visit an actual church because everywhere you go can become like a church that you are superior to your senses and that you can give that same feeling internally no matter what your senses are telling you you could be looking at a garbage heap you could be listening to a baby crying you can be smelling the stench of garbage or you might even have a bad taste in your mouth or maybe you're sitting somewhere uncomfortable where it's uncomfortable or cold or too hot wouldn't it be great to have that power where you can withdraw from your senses and feel amazing all of the time well that's the difference between focusing on the best and focusing on just what is because the fact of the matter is is that there is an ultimate force in the universe but you're not going to be able to communicate with it if your mind is not prepared if you are coming from the perspective that life sucks life is a struggle life is suffering guess what you get to have struggle you get to have suffering because you the mind creates an environment that matches what it believes and if you want to break out of that mold you need to break out of those self-limiting behavior patterns and thought patterns and beliefs to create something that's more conducive to higher experience and greater understandings and inspiration and love so without seeing the best you can't be the best right if you don't have even a conception of what the best is in your life how can you even hope to achieve it and the same thing in your spiritual practice if you are going to sit down and meditate and imagine that you just want to be well what i am means or what it is to be can mean entirely different things to different people but if you approach your meditative practice or maybe your prayer practice from a more positive perspective and you already are believing that this is going to be sacred and this is, is special like you are communing with god like the ultimate with your beloved that nothing is more precious than what you're experiencing right now that is the mentality to have all of the time and when you have this mentality you can fake it until you make it and that's the beauty about it too even if you're not experiencing it but you are trying to well that's going to help open the door for that reality to happen for you whereas if you sit down and you think oh this meditation or this prayer is going to be this is so stupid i don't want to do this then it's not going to be rewarding for you it's not you're not going to get the same level of benefit it's like you have to want it and i know that in the practice spiritual practice and enlightenment is not about want it's not about desire 
when I say want, it's like having the aspiration to attain it. It's like having that as your goal, as, as your intent. It's not a bad thing to have an intent, right? If your intent is to become enlightened, that's awesome. That's not a worldly desire. And that's another confusion with Buddhism. They talk about the middle way. All the Buddha meant by that was that you don't want to be overly happy or overly sad based upon any external event. It's not talking about your internal reality and saying that, oh, you should just be um, not happy, not sad, and just be lukewarm all the time and to be completely dispassionate all the time. Dispassion is one thing because dispassion just means you're not experiencing desire. But you can have exuberant dispassion. You can have loving dispassion. You can have euphoric dispassion. What matters is not the pleasant feeling that you have inside. What matters is if that arose naturally as opposed to coming from an external sensory input or from desire. And I think it's a bit sad that there's many so-called masters that are discouraging people when they find a bliss. They say, well, no, you have to discard the bliss too. Keep, keep going. It's like, no, 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 no. Bliss is wonderful. Bliss can be eternal. Bliss can happen all the time. Bliss should be your natural state. Children are naturally blissful. They walk around with their eyes full of wonder at how amazing the world that we live in is. And as we grow older, most of us, we lose that enthusiasm for life. But that enthusiasm for life, that's something you want to keep. That's what makes life enjoyable. You want to keep that enthusiasm, that wonder. And that's the natural state to have that wonder where you, you believe, where you see everything as sacred and every moment as precious. And I wrote something else here. I'm just going to read right now. Hold one sec. Truth is what exists when desire and deception are removed. Even when love is removed, truth still shines. What does that mean? That means that what's keeping everyone from experiencing this ultimate truth all the time is desire and deception. And maybe we'll talk about that in another podcast, but when you're focused on seeing the best, that means you're not focusing on desire. It means you're not focusing on deception, but you're going beyond that to something greater, which is higher truth and love. The truth is one. That means it is always outnumbered by fools. And yet, Truth always wins. Why is that, I wonder? Could it be that it is the source of ultimate power and it's not the legion of the many that has the power? The message there is it doesn't matter how outnumbered you may be or you may feel out in the world. Just remember that the truth is only one. It is the ultimate. And although you may feel outnumbered, when you have the full force of truth 
on your side, you are unstoppable. You become stronger than any external force in the world or in the universe because truth is the origin of everything. There's nothing that can exist or prevail without truth. And when you have truth, you have, you have everything. And I want to say something real quick too, because someone spoke to me earlier and they're, they listen to my podcast and they say, well, how do we know you're not going to start a Patreon later and only offer the secret teachings of how to find truth after you've paid some money? And my answer to that is, my motive is not for money. How I measure success, how I measure true wealth is not with money, but how many minds I can inspire, how many hearts I can touch. And I say that unironically. That is the true wealth. It's not about money. I have no plans to open up a Patreon or to turn this into just a money-making venture. No, my plans are much bigger than that. Okay, but it's not about money. But it is about reaching as many people as possible. I want the whole world to be enlightened. Enlightenment is for everyone. This is something that I believe to the core of my being is the next level of human. This is historical. This isn't about a business opportunity. No, this is about the future of humankind. That is the level of my conviction. It's like being a part of human history, an important historical figure, having a philosophy that can help shape the next hundreds of years of humanity. This is on a similar level of Socrates or Plato or something like that. This is not some kind of Patreon thing that I'm trying to do. No, this is beyond, much beyond that. And you might think that that means I must have a huge ego. And no, that's absolutely the opposite is true. Because of this connection with the one living truth, my mind is always swimming in, in bliss and in ecstasy. I'm already taken care of. I've, I'm already liberated. I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing this because I'm thinking of the bigger picture. What would it be like if everybody could experience this? This would transform the planet. Can you imagine people feeling love and bliss all the time? It's kind of like being the ultimate drug dealer. It's like giving away free heroin, but it's not actually heroin. It's like some sort of vitamin pill that doesn't have any negative side effects and just makes you blissful and full of love. I mean, this, if, if this was a drug, it would be sold out in every pharmacy around the world. There would be long queues of people waiting in line to get this. That's how powerful this is and it's very very simple you just need to believe in it you just need to believe that it's possible you just need to believe that this truth is accessible to you too and when you believe that and you incorporate this kind of philosophy of unlimitlessness into your life it's going to happen for you too and that's what i work towards and that's why i do these daily podcasts this is atma signing off and well until tomorrow 
Have a fantastic day.